The Naples Players Radio Theater proudly presents My Favorite Husband. The delightful and sophisticated story of Mr. and Mrs. Cooper. The Coopers, Liz, busy young matron, and George, busy young fifth vice president of the bank, are one of the few couples we know who live together and like it. In a little white two-story house located at 321 Bundy Drive in the bustling little suburb of Sheridan Falls, George Cooper is just leaving for the bank. Goodbye, George. You'll be home for dinner, won't you? Uh-oh. Dinner. Uh... Liz, I... I forgot to tell you something. What? Now, promise me you won't get mad. Oh, go ahead. Nothing you say will upset me this morning. I'm in a good mood, and I'm going to stay that way all day long. I invited Mother to dinner. Well, that was a short day. Now, Liz, you promised you wouldn't get mad. I'm not mad, but your mother was here for dinner just two days ago. That was two weeks ago. How time flies. Oh, oh, Liz, really. You're being very unfair. She's coming over to dinner tonight, so... So why don't you just be nice to her? Okay, George, I'll be nice to her. I'll feed the hand that bites me. Spinach, Mother Cooper? Thank you, Liz, dear. George, would you like some spinach? I don't believe so, Liz. But, George, baby, now we should eat our spinach. But I don't like spinach. Oh, we must eat a well-balanced meal to keep our strength up. After all, food is the fuel and your body is the furnace. Yeah, but George's furnace has turned into a pot-bellied stove. Well, I must say, Elizabeth, I don't consider that George is overweight at all. In fact, I think he's been looking a little thin and and peaked lately. Ah, here it comes. Have you been getting enough to eat, baby? Oh, sure, Mother. Well, you don't look like it to me, baby. Don't you worry, Mother Cooper. Baby gets his pablum every three hours. Well... All right, Liz. Let's talk about Monday night. What are you having for dinner? Monday night? Oh, no. I forgot to tell you. What? I invited the Atterberries and some important out-of-town clients for dinner. Oh, well, that isn't so bad, dear. How many extra will there be? Two? Four? Ten. Ten? As one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? Yes, and... uh. Two of us makes twelve. Twelve? But, honey, we've had twelve to dinner before. I know, but I'm afraid Katie will get mad. No, she won't. Oh, I thought you were in the kitchen. No, ma'am. Well, I know it's short notice, Katie. It's only two days away, but do you mind if we have twelve people to dinner Monday night? Not at all. I think it's a wonderful idea. Well, Katie... Are you sure it won't bother you? It won't bother me at all. I leave on my vacation Sunday. Oh, no. I forgot. 
Oh, gosh. What'll we do without Katie? Oh, that's simple enough. Liz will cook the dinner for 12 people. <laughs> Liz cooking for 12 people? Oh, oh no. <laughs> well, let's all have a big laugh. It's good for the digestion. Ha, 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 ha. Now, Liz, don't get sore. You'll have to admit that's a pretty funny idea. I fail to see what's so amusing about it. I could cook dinner. Oh, of course, dear. If you knew how to cook. Well, I do know how to cook. Oh, Liz. What was wrong with the meal you just ate? Liz, did did you cook dinner tonight? Certainly. I didn't put too much cheese in the souffle, did I? Oh, so you made the souffle, Elizabeth? Yes. Did you like it? Why, it was delicious. In fact, it was so good, I, um, I wonder if you could give me your recipe. I'd be glad to. I'll phone it to you in the morning. Oh, no, dear. I'd like it right now. Oh, well, uh, you just put all the cheese and things in a bowl, and then, then you take a piece of soup and lay it on the top. Look, Liz... Why don't you just admit you don't know how to cook and we'll hire someone to come in and get the dinner for us? Well, for 12 people, maybe. George, baby, since Liz has failed you in your hour of need, why don't you let Mother come in and, and cook for you? I'd be glad to do it. That does it. I'm going to cook the dinner. Oh, come off it, Liz. Ha-ha-ha! <laughs> I'd like to see it when you're done. <laughs> Go ahead, laugh. I'll show you. I'll get dinner for 12 people, and it'll be the best, the tastiest, the most wonderful dinner you ever saw. Liz, is my breakfast ready yet? Here you are, George. Bacon, fried eggs, toast, and coffee. Mmm, this looks wonderful, honey. Thank you. Did you cook all this yourself? Sure, nothing to it. Go ahead, dig in. Liz, these eggs are stone cold. They are? Oh, darn it. Well, how could they get so cold? How long ago did you cook them? Last night. Last night? Well, George, I'm going to be so busy with the dinner party today, I cooked you breakfast last night and quick froze it. Oh. Well, it's a perfectly good fried egg. I just didn't defrost it enough. Well, thanks anyway. I'll eat breakfast downtown. Well, suit yourself. Um, Liz, um... Hmm? About this dinner party... Are you sure you want to go through with it? Maybe we should have someone in to... Now, don't worry, George. I have someone to help me. Who? Iris Atterbury. Oh, brother. I get a great mental picture of you and Iris in the kitchen. Two blind mice. Never mind. We'll be just fine. Yoo-hoo! Anybody home? Oh, we're in the dining room, Iris. Oh, Liz girl. George boy. Hi, Iris. Well, 
I've got to run or I'll be late. See you later, dear. Come on out in the kitchen. Okay. What are you going to have, Liz? Well, I thought I'd have chicken. Broiled chicken? Oh, I love it. Iris, please. Does Oscar of the Waldorf have broiled chicken? I don't know. Does he? We're having poulet amadine. Huh? I have a wonderful French recipe. Oh, that sounds exciting. Is it hard to do? No, there's nothing to it. All it calls for is... Let's see now. For the dressing, onions, butter, eggs, parsley, celery, and either mushrooms or nut meat. I love mushrooms, but I don't have any in the house. Well, I'll run down to the grocery while you're getting things ready. Oh, wait a minute. I just remembered. We have some growing in the backyard. Well, that's fine. Fine. Oh, and then I won't have to go to the... Hold it, girl. Are they mushrooms or toadstools? What's the difference? Well, toadstools are poisonous. Oh, dear. Well, isn't there any way of finding out if they're toadstools or not? Oh, sure. I'll go out and eat one. If I'm not back in a half an hour, use nut meats. Oh, Iris, don't bother. We'll put in some walnuts instead. Okay. Well, let's get started. I'll cut the onions. Well, I'll help you. We'll get done faster. Okay, here's an onion for you. Thanks. Oh, you know... I can't understand why people make such a fuss over cooking. There's really nothing to it. Yeah. You just follow the recipe and poof, chicken amadine. Yeah. Uh, oh, hand me another onion. Here. Oh, Iris. I, I didn't know cooking could be such fun. Oh, N neither did I. This is the best time I've had in ages. Ah! <laughs> Me too. <laughs> well, Iris, isn't it about time to take the chickens out of the oven? Well, we've got to be sure, girl. Yeah? Let's see. What, uh, oven did you use? Well, the only one we've got. That one on the stove. N no, no, I meant what temperature. Oh, what? Oh, temperature. Uh, 600 degrees. That sounds a little high. Well, it's what the book said. Oh, no. Look here. The book says 300 I know, but we have two chickens, so I doubled it. Oh, I never would have thought of that. Let's see. What time did we put the chickens in? Nine o'clock, and it's, uh, 2.30 now. Five and a half hours. Well, they ought to be cooked. Oh, let's take them out of the oven. I can't wait to see them. Well, where are they? They've got to be in there. Look in the back. Okay. Iris, don't you know this is a gas stove? Why did you put charcoal in here? Charcoal? 
Yeah, see in the back? Two little lumps of charcoal with legs and wings? It was all those breadcrumbs you put in. They burned like toast. Maybe we can take them out and scrape them. No, I don't think so, Liz. I think they're done for. Yoo-hoo! Elizabeth! Oh, no, it's Mother Cooper. Ugh, what timing. Timing nothing. If I know her, she waited outside till she caught the aroma of burnt meat. Elizabeth! Where are you? She's lost the scent. Quick, Iris, shut the oven. Okay. In the kitchen, Mother Cooper. Oh, Elizabeth, dear. Hello, Mrs. Cooper. Oh, Iris, how are you? Well, I just dropped over to see how you were coming with your little dinner, Elizabeth. Oh, fine, fine. And what are you having, if I'm not being too nosy? You, nosy? (laughs) Well, what are you having? Chicken amadine. Really? It's my favorite dish. But you must watch the chickens once they're in the oven. If you aren't careful, they'll burn. No. Oh, yes, yes, it's true. You just keep your eye on them until they get to be a nice crinkly brown. How about a nice crusty black? Iris. What? (laughs) Elizabeth, what's that burn smell? It's me. Iris just gave me a hot foot. Oh, don't be silly. It's something in the oven. Let me see in there. No, don't. Aha! Just as I thought. Oh, they look like Two little blackbirds. Well, what are you going to do now? I'm going to get two and twenty more and bake them in a pie. Well, I wash my hands of the whole thing. Good. Well, I I certainly know what I'm not wanted. Since when? Well, good afternoon, Elizabeth. Must you rush off? Well. That's telling her, Liz. She thinks you can't cook a dinner, so this one wasn't very good. You can cook another one. Sure. Liz, girl, what's wrong? I can't go through this again. Oh, sure you can, and I'll help you get started before I leave. Oh, leave? Well, yes, girl. I have to get my hair fixed for the dinner tonight. Do you mean I'm going to have to burn the next two chickens all by myself? Now, Liz, you just buck up. (gasps) Oh. Look, I'll stop by the market on the way to the beauty shop and have them send out two more chickens. Well, okay. And this time, don't try anything fancy. Put them in the pressure cooker. That way they'll be done in a hurry. Yeah, in a hurry. Yeah, and while they're on their way here, you can start the dressing. Start the dressing? Start the dress. Liz? What? You're looking a little dazed. Are you sure you know what to do? Oh, sure. Well, you're having your hair done in the pressure cooker. I'll take the chickens to the beauty parlor. Uh, I mean, while the chickens are having the hair done, I'll be dressing in the pressure cooker. Oh, poor dear. I know what you mean. 
That's good. Well, if you need me, I'll be down at the beauty cooker, uh, pressure parlor. Uh, uh, Good luck, girl. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello? Is that you, Liz? Yes. I just got home from the beauty parlor. How's it going? Oh, sure. What happened, girl? You wouldn't believe me if I told you. Well, tell me. Tell me. How'd the two chickens turn out? Which two? Well, I know you burned two. What about the other two? Which two? Will you stop saying which two? Tell me what happened. Iris, you're talking to a woman who's gone through eight chickens today. Liz, what about the two in the pressure cooker? The pressure cooker exploded. What about the chickens? They look delicious. What do you mean they look delicious? I can't get them down off the ceiling. Well, that's four. What about five or six? Gone. Gone? I got so confused cleaning up after three and four. I threw five and six in the garbage disposal. Well, this is unbelievable. Finally, the butcher ran out of dressed birds and sent out two live ones. Well, did you cook them? Cook them? I can't even catch them. When last seen, seven and eight were going east on Bundy Drive. Oh, you poor thing. Eight chickens and nothing to show for it. Oh, yes, I have. Before she left, seven laid an egg on the kitchen table. Well, look, Liz, I had a feeling something like this might happen, so I... Iris, Iris, I have to go. There's someone at the back door. Well, don't worry about a thing, girl. I have a feeling everything's going to be all right. Oh, sure. Goodbye. I'm coming. Mrs. George Cooper? Yes? Dinner for 12 from Johnson's Catering Service. A dinner? For 12 people? Let me see. Oh, roast beef and potatoes and green beans and Yorkshire pudding. Oh, thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't send it. You just brought it. Where's the card? I here. Mrs. Cooper, I had a hunch you might have trouble with your dinner. Good luck, Katie. Oh, bless Katie and her hunches. Yeah. Well, I'll be seeing ya. Thank you again. That pleasure was all mine. Oh, that wonderful Katie. My dinner party saved. I'll have to call Iris and tell her. Now, who's that? Hi, lady. Did you forget something? Well, not exactly. I got in my truck, and I looked at the address of my next delivery, and it's you. Me? Well, let's see what this one is. Oh, my goodness. Lobster, thermidor, and french fries, and asparagus. 
Oh, isn't that just scrumptious? Yeah. Aren't you going to kiss me? Let me see the card. I knew you'd be needing this, dear girl. Signed, Iris. Oh, Iris is the best friend a girl ever had, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, I'll say. Iris who? Oh, never mind. Goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, that Iris. I have to call her. Oh, no. If that's who I think it is, I'm up to my snood in food. You again? Yeah, it's me, the Horn of Plenty. Well, let's see what this one is. Oh, my. Would you look at that? <gasps> Isn't it beautiful? Yeah. What is it? It's pheasant under glass. Where's the card? Oh, here. Iris told me you were having your troubles. Hope this little snack fills the bill. Mr. Atterbury. Oh, isn't that sweet? Yeah. Oh, everything's turned out all right after all. I'm so grateful to you for bringing all these things. I want to give you a little something. Oh, boy. Unpucker, bud. Here's your tip. Gee, a bowl of Yorkshire pudding. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello? Elizabeth, I just called to set your mind at ease, dear. Even after the way you treated me, I've saved the day for you. You have? Yes, uh-huh. I made a complete dinner for 12, and I'll bring it over. Well, that's very nice of you, Mother Cooper, but thanks just the same. Dinner's all ready and waiting in the kitchen. Really, Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. What are you having? Well, I had a little extra time today, so I'm giving my guests a choice of prime ribs, lobster thermidor, or pheasant under glass. I don't understand. Well, why don't you come over to dinner too, Mother? I have plenty of food. Really? Yes, George will pick you up. Goodbye. La-dee-da, la-dee-da. Hello? Hello, dear. How's everything going? Oh, fine, fine. You, uh, didn't knock yourself out cooking, did you? No, George. It was no effort at all. What time will you be here? Well, uh, that's what I called to tell you about. What do you mean? Well, honey, it's, uh, <laughs> it's the funniest thing. I just checked with my calendar and... <laughs> yes? Uh, the dinner isn't tonight. It's next week. Oh, no! This has been a Naples Players Radio Theater presentation. If you have enjoyed this production, please let others know. You can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. 
And don't forget, you can always see what's happening at the Naples Players by visiting our website, www.naplesplayers.org. 